Welcome to the Beachy Moondoom Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. Well, I needed this chapter today. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. So we were following off of the last uh, podcast was about the battle, right? That we're in a battle. Mm -hmm. It's kind of jarring because suddenly you're you're confronted with uh, this book all about peace and maintaining peace. And then they say, don't be confused because you're in a war. Yeah. And that's kind of jarring. But then he kind of gets further to the point Mm -hmm. in this next piece. Mm -hmm. Um, So those of you who have not been necessarily following along with the book, we've been been reading Searching for Maintaining Peace Mm -hmm. by Jacques Philippe. It's a small little book. The chapters are maybe two pages in length, very, very short. And certainly there's no need to get the book for our podcast. We've just been kind of discussing different elements of it. Mm -hmm. But if you are interested, it's not that expensive and it's definitely worth the read. For sure. Um, And today he kind of got to the heart of what the battle is about. Right. And uh, something that I found striking and very true in my own life is that, you know, the devil likes to um, pull us uh, into uh, his battleground and uh, make us fight uh, a battle we were we were never intended to fight. And so we wind up um, getting our energy and expending uh, all of our being in a in a battleground that we are not supposed to be on. Mm-hmm. You know, so he pulls us away from God and gets us all wrapped up in something that's irreconcilable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think what I enjoyed about it was the the main uh the main piece of it was he likes to he likes to get us focused on being perfect, never falling and uh and wrapping all of our energies around being perfect and um and never making a misstep and that is a complete impossibility. Yeah. I uh I I could really relate to this yeah. because for a while in my life I went through this kind of minimalist kick. Yeah, uh, it was it was a big deal a few years back that you had all these bloggers that were starting to write about mm-hmm. getting rid of things so that you could experience life more. Yeah, which is good. Which it's a good message for sure. But I kind of dove into okay, then then whatever I need to be without, I will be without. Right. So right. this sort of extreme minimalism. <laughs> And, uh, and and what I realized was while certain things were definitely more fruitful in my life, right, right. there was no end to what you could get rid oh, of for sure. until you're St. Francis on the street. Exactly. Right? And through prayer and through discussing with other people and, and through learning, mm-hmm. I came to realize that you know, the church encourages a detachment from things. Right. For some of us, a call to let go of for everything. Sure. Yeah. Right. But Saint for those Francis. of us, right, St. Francis. <laughs> but for those of us like uh, the laity, as the you know, I yeah. think of like St. Thomas More, for instance, mm-hmm. people who um, live in the world and are still want to be saints. There's a detachment from things. Right. Uh, I read something the the other day that said everything we own should have a sense of gratuity and service to it mm-hmm. or else we shouldn't have it. Right. right. So if we're not sharing it. Right. And we don't have this sense of it can go at any time for the sake of God and others. Right. Then then we probably shouldn't have it. So there is there is something to that. But what I did is I started fighting the wrong battle. Right. You know. Right. Was this, it and was, then you got sad and yep. had unrest because you could not. <laughs> yeah, because you can't. You yes, can't unless I was going to be Saint Francis. Away sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, and and I'm not called to be right. Saint Francis to right. that to that extreme. Mm-hmm. Maybe to take on some of the charism, <laughs> uh, but certainly not to be Saint Francis. Yeah, and so yeah, so there was unrest there yeah. because I sort of made. 
what was the goal to be with God, right. um, I made the minimalism sort of my God mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Uh, and found unrest there. Right. And so when he says in this chapter, don't fight the wrong battles, right. the battle is for interior peace. Right. That kind of brings peace just to hear that. It does. It does. And I think he also said that the goal is interior peace um, and you certainly need interior peace in order to fight the battle. Right. Right. Because he doesn't really disown becoming perfect. Right. Because right? even Jesus says, be he- be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Right. But what Father Jacques Philippe mentions is that will come when you have the interior peace. Right. And not only that, but um, it's more about how quickly you rise from a fall mm-hmm. and um, and how quickly you um, you course correct, you know, and go back to God, what you learn from that. And so it's not necessarily about not um, trying to be perfect and then beating oneself up because, because you're not, but um, just knowing. Uh, and I mean, I think there is a peace in knowing that, um, you know, uh, we will fall. Um, the falls won't probably be as large, you know, uh, errors in sin and that sort of thing uh, may or may not be as large as as when one started on the journey. But um, it's about how quickly one gets up and uh, and goes back to God, you know, doesn't doesn't sit in a corner and fight with oneself, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but uh, goes back to God, you know, and says, I've done this and uh, it's it's and we need to move on from it. Right. Which is his point. I like that you say we need to move on from it because his point is, is that God makes us perfect. Right. But if we are fighting the wrong battle. And he fights our battles too. Right. Yeah. And so if we're fighting the wrong battle, if we're in the midst of, you know, I just need to take care of this part of myself so that it's perfect. Yes. And we don't have peace, mm-hmm. then God can't work because mm-hmm. that's kind of maybe the the main point of his whole book is that God works in peace. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if we want to be transformed by God, we have to be at peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the battle shouldn't be about, you know, this particular virtue or getting rid of all of these things or all of those things will come. Yeah. But we first have to... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Make sure we're we're fighting for peace for sure for in our sure. own lives. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced that at all? In in like a, a glimpse of that yourself, and sort of fighting the wrong battle? And oh yeah, yeah, it's real easy to get me off course. <laughs> the, devil, the devil just has to me throw too. me one little bone, and I'm off. You know about something, and and then at the and then I you know I I am uh, quick to to say to recognize it. You know after I've slayed about five people along the path, you know. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, in all seriousness, yeah, I mean, I think that that's his, his greatest thing. I think it's more difficult for the devil to, to, to kind of work that angle. And, um, and then, you know, now it's, uh, I think he catches me more unawares, you know, he's kind of uh, tricky like that, you know, I, I, I think I'm operating on peace and then, you know, a storm comes through, the lights go out. And before you know it, I've, you know, I've lost my peace someplace. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think we all go through that. And again, for me, it's how quickly does one come back to God? You know, I think that I think that there's times where I'm stubborn about it, where I know, you know, I need to turn it over to God. But um, but for whatever reason, I, you know, I, I. I'm not so quick to do that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, 
prefer to to fight and to to stew about, you know, stew about it, be on the wrong, you know, on the wrong battlefield because there's justice in that. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, but it, it never ends well, you know. I always, uh, you know, I always have to. Uh, the ending of it and the gaining back of peace is always in the, you know, turning it over to God and and trusting that, you know, all things are in His in His charge and what doesn't seem um, uh, just to me um, uh, isn't necessarily the point. You know, there's, there's, there's always something to learn, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the battle or when one feels like one's losing one's peace. Um, but for me, it comes back to, you know, that first chapter, you know, uh, you can't, we can do nothing without God. And so when we try, um, we usually wind up, you know, in unrest. Yeah. Yeah. And so the point is always to go, to go back to God. Yes. And I, I know as he goes, as we go further in the book, I know Jacques Philippe talks a lot about mm-hmm. the different situations and then it's always about going back, yeah. going back to yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. And so if we get distracted, if we move from this um, place of peace to suddenly unrest over a battle that we, mm-hmm. that we think we need to fight or that we get en- enmeshed mm-hmm. in. And I think of the simple thing of like, you're driving down the road and somebody yeah. cuts you off, yeah. right? And suddenly you're off in this realm yeah. of what great injustice and why can't a person follow the rules of the road? Yeah. And now you've lost the peace. Yeah. And right? I think that that's true for most of us. It's in these small things, mm-hmm. you know, where we're, we're losing our peace, um, uh, you know, just waiting in line at the grocery store, you know, going down to the store to get toilet paper and there's no toilet paper or, you know, just small things. I think they do catch us off guard and mm-hmm. then left unchecked. Yeah. Then, you know, that, that creates a, like a tornado inside. And then, you know, before we know it, it gets, it just keeps getting bigger and, and dragging in more people and more people and more people. Such an apt analogy considering <laughs> we just faced a, oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? <laughs> a tornado, well, tornado warnings in our area. So right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it gets, it does get out of hand unchecked. I can think of times where I've, I've even come to, to you, Ken, and, you know, I'm in a turmoil about something and, you know, in the middle of it, you've just said, well, have you talked to God about that? And, um, and I'm like, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I've said yes, uh, you know, I might, may have talked to God about it, but not really, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I haven't sat with him and let him have it. I've just sort of, you know, spewed it off to him and expected him to, to, to fix it or whatever. But, um, but I can remember times where you've said, have you talked to God about that? And inside it's made me stop the complaining about it. And, um, and a little bit of bitterness say, yeah, okay, so I'll talk right. to God about it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. it has it has made me stop and go and go speak to God. It's like how many other nine people do you want to spew this off to? You know, it's not doing any good. Um, you it's I think that most things that happen that cause us unrest, we can reconcile with the Lord in some way, you know, to maintain our peace. But you know, we have to trust that he's there, that he's listening and just give it, you know, over to him and relax. Yeah. I think that's the hardest thing when we get ourselves spun up is to just let it go and relax. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's in our ability to do so, but we are, we don't want to, Yeah. you know, at the core of who we are, we don't really want to let that go. Yeah. 
Yeah, because for some reason it it gives us a false sense of control. Right. Right. That if I if I hold on to this, if I go and tell others about it, yeah. it it'll work itself out somehow. But yes, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. It, it, it doesn't. I think it's based in that upside down justice where, you know, there will be vindication and um, and I will feel better and at peace. But there isn't. Right. There isn't. Right. So I think that's, you know, that's the overall message. And we're going to continue to come back to that, obviously, is, yeah. is go to God. Like when it gets um, don't fight the wrong battle. Yeah, if you fail, mm-hmm. if you are struggling with a particular sin, if you're struggling with just a, a maybe just a, a failure in character in some in some way, yeah. and and you continue to be discouraged, don't be discouraged. Right. right, take it to the Lord and let Him transform that as right. as He sees fit, right. and He will. Right, right, right. He will make us perfect. Maybe not in the way we think it looks. Right, but He will. He, he will make us saints for sure. And don't and just don't get discouraged. Yeah. You know, don't get discouraged looking around uh, at your neighbors. Uh, don't get discouraged. Everybody has the same battle. Yeah. And so we continue to pray. Our Lady of Mount Carmel, pray for us. Thanks again for tuning in. We would love for you to join the conversation that we started by sending us an email at vichimundum1633 at gmail.com or by connecting with us on Facebook and or Instagram. And while we love doing these podcasts, we really love hearing from and starting relationships with you even more. I also want to extend an invitation to you that if you like these shows and would like to see more produced by our parish, please feel free to support what we're doing. You can go to Our Lady of Mount Carmel's website and give online by designating your donation to Beachy Mundum. Monthly gifts are especially helpful. Finally, as a reminder, the views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the presenters alone, and they do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. God bless you, and we look forward to talking with you soon.